You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Vegas. It's rock. It's dogs. It's Vegas Rock Dog Radio. A rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture. Stand by for great guests and cool advice. All in one rocking hour. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. That's 702-483-4444. Now, let's bring on the host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam. Good morning. We are broadcasting live from sunny Las Vegas. And you're listening to the Vegas Rock Dog Radio Show, a rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture. If you're listening in for the first time, my name is Sam. I am the host, who is also known as the queen of rock and roll dogs. So uh, before we get started, let's tell you how you're going to find me all over the Internet. And just bear in mind, you can listen to the show anywhere in the world. How about the universe? I wonder if there's any aliens listening in. <laughs> so here we go. Main website is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Our Ustream account, and we are streaming. Oops, just dropped my card. We are streaming live on Ustream, so you're going to run over to Ustream.tv. Our profile is Vegas Rock Dog. Thank you. And our channel is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. So we are live today. I have guests in the studio. Uh, it's going to be a really exciting show today, a very informative show, and I hope a lot of people will get on board. So the Facebook page is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. The tw- <laughs> what are you clanging around there? <laughs> it's like a big gong. <laughs> like, time's up, Sam. <laughs> You're done. Facebook is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Our Twitter account is Vegas Rock Dog Show. No W at the end. Our Twitter account for Vegas Rock Dog, our clothing, is Vegas Rock Dog. There you go, real easy. Our call in today is 702-483-4444. That means you're in Las Vegas if you're calling us. And you're going to listen, you can listen live right now through VegasAllNetRadio.com. So you can find the show in many, many ways and many avenues. Our Instagram account, oh, I've been a little bit, a little bit lax recently been very busy but the instagram account is vegas rock dog and let's say you can pick up your rock and roll clothing for you and your hip dog at uh, vegasrockdog.com the blog oh lots of stuff's going to be happening on the blog in the next couple of weeks the rock and roll dog.com i've got tons of reviews to do and with those reviews come giveaways and we all love a giveaway and uh, we always have good stuff too Always have good stuff. So uh, I need to go to the rockandrolldog.com, and uh, you can actually follow my blog. And that makes it a little bit easier, so, you know, so you can be notified when new posts go up. Google Plus, you're going to find me at Sam Ratcliffe. And my main website, just for me, because sometimes when people ask you what you do, it's kind of impossible because you do a lot of stuff that's all related. Uh, you can just go to samantharatcliffe.com, and you can find all the information on there. So I want to start the show this week with a tip of the week. And tip of the week this week is remember to rotate your pet's toys. They get bored with them. If you keep the same toy, Chris is going, okay. Uh, My dogs have a ridiculous amount of toys, but we do rotate them so that they keep stimulated. They get excited and they haven't seen a past toy for a while. They go, oh, it came back. But it also gives you a chance to, one, um, inspect the toys, which is really important because 
you know, if they're chewing pieces off them and, you know, they're damaged, they can be really dangerous. They can be a choking hazard um, or, you know, they can, they can have sharp, sharp sides on them and stuff. So you want to make sure they're really, really safe. And also, that's a good chance to wash them. People forget to wash their dog's toys. That's gross. So, I mean, they're on the floor. Like Mr. Twix, my little boy, he likes to lay in the dirt, belly on the dirt. That's where he likes to be. And he takes his toys out there. He takes my clothes out there. I have a skirt on the patio right now that he just took out the the, the hamper. He just took it. He went, off he went running. Uh, but yeah, covered in dirt and ugh, gross. So make sure you rotate your pet's toys. Give them a wash. Check them to make sure they're safe. And of course, if they're not in good shape, toss them. Get rid of them. And be careful not to buy toys from China because a lot of those plastics are very, very toxic. So that is my tip of the day. So let me tell you a little bit about our guest today. And it's not very often that you hear the word dolphins or dolphin and desert in the same sentence. But you're going to hear it a few times today. And as we discuss both of those things, you're going to understand why they should never be mentioned in the same sentence. I've really been looking forward to this um, interview for a couple of weeks now. Um, and I'd like to welcome Shelley Ray. I would like to welcome Cecilia Mylon and Jim Morris. Thank you for coming to the show today. Thanks for having us. Right. So you want to pull your mics a little bit closer? There you go. You want to be a little closer than that, shall you? Pull that thing up. Make it work for you. <laughs> You'll be the boss of the microphone today. Thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I think it's really important that you, you get a voice in town. And um, as we found with lots of movements in town, even people that grow up here, grew up here don't know some of the issues that are happening in town. And you would think they would kind of have their finger on the pulse too, having grown up here. But it's not the case, is it? No. It's, it's like, oh, it's, oh, it's so much work. But it's worthwhile work, that's that's for sure. First of all, let's start off by telling everybody where they can find your group. The group is called Free the Mojave Dolphins from the Mirage Hotel. So even that's a weird sentence, isn't it, You know, in itself? Um, how do we find you on the Internet? Uh, you can go to Facebook.com slash Las Vegas Dolphins. You can follow us on Twitter at Vegas Dolphins. We also have a YouTube channel, and the username is Mojave Dolphins. Right. And an Instagram, which is also called Mojave Dolphins. Perfect. I'm telling you now that you just have to spread yourself as far as you possibly can. Absolutely. Even though it's a lot of work, it's actually worth doing. You know. So, um, have you built your website yet? Because I was the one that gave you that suggestion. Remember? No, we haven't <laughs> built a website yet. <laughs> We're working on it. I'm one of those people that's like, just get on it. You know. <laughs> I built one for my friend, and we literally sat for eight hours and yeah. we just banged it out you know <laughs> and it was exhausting but we're like it's done and it was done in a day so you might want to do something like that hole up in a great coffee shop somewhere or a, or a wine bar <laughs> no, we're still we're still trying to get the handle of an interview thing shelly started this group like maybe two years ago yeah because it's very very new isn't it yeah what made you want to start this this group shelly um, well, the dolphin group in Vegas, I had taken a trip to Las Vegas, and I remembered that we had dolphins here, and it was right after I'd just gotten into cetacean activism, and I researched on the internet, and there wasn't really any groups in Las Vegas doing anything for these dolphins. Now, where were you living at the time? Orange County. Oh, okay. So you weren't even living here. No, I wasn't living but here. But you had this awareness of what was going on yeah. in town. <laughs> so I decided... Uh, to try and start a page and raise awareness about them here. And it was as simple as that. And she yeah. moved here. And then you moved here. I yeah. know, it's a massive commitment. <laughs> yeah. I don't know many people who do that. No. And I think it's quite incredible. You know, and I think that, that says a lot about your integrity and your <laughs> what you believe in, you know. You. So let's tell people what the group is um, and why you started this group. 
Well, we basically, st- well, Shelly started the group to kind of spread awareness. I came on board maybe like a year ago. Okay. I had no idea about how dolphins suffered in captivity until I had seen a movie. Was it uh, Blackfish? No, it was The Cove. It was The Cove. It was The Cove, yeah. So The Cove kind of um, exposes Japan for the dolphin slaughters that happened, but mainly how it's linked to the captivity industry. So then I just started reading a ton of books and just enlightening myself and being awoken that these animals suffer tremendously in captivity. So we um, kind of joined forces and gained some major momentum because we've got, you know, some, a lot of uh, support. And I think that's, I think what we'll be able to achieve today is one, tell people that we have dolphins here at the Mirage Hotel. Is that the only hotel that has dolphins? It is. I think it's the only facility in Nevada that has dolphins. Okay. So what were your biggest concerns about the dolphins that were living? Well, first of all, like you say, dolphins don't do well in captivity, period. It doesn't matter whether in Vegas or anywhere else. Absolutely. I mean, they don't do well in captivity anywhere, but this is the Mojave Desert. Yes. And they're thousands of miles away from their natural environment. And it's it's just a different level. No humidity. It's rough for us. Extreme temperatures, yeah. Yeah, it's it's rough for us, and we can seek shade. We can go inside air conditioning. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, um, gosh, I mean, I've lived here a long time, and every year I'm like, it gets harder and harder, you know. Right. But like I say, I have choices. But dolphins in the wild, people don't understand. Like, oh, they're in the wild; they don't have shade. Well, they have the depths of the ocean because the ocean. they get, they get sun- away. They get sunburned, don't they? Absolutely. In captivity, yes. yeah. yeah. And so, um, how many dolphins does the? Uh, when did when did the dolphin program even start at the Mirage? October nineteen ninety. So it's been here a long time. Twenty four years. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and they've and they've had they have the worst track record when it comes to deaths, health, and death, like yeah. death rates. You know, so I think there's like... Um, What's the death rate currently? You there's know, been 12 dolphins that have died within the facility. In 12 out of 24. Wow. Well, actually, it might have been more than that. That's, ho- that's, that's more than... Yeah, that's what they've them. documented. That's it's what they've 12. documented. Okay. We, yeah, we can't get it completely accurate because um, dolphin captivity wasn't ever really recorded up until like just... Maybe 10 years ago. Oh, so you can only go back can only, so far yeah. with history. So it's between 59% and 75%. We're being reasonable by saying 59%. Wow, that's horrific. Now, who owns those dolphins? The MGM. So you own them. They're not on loan or are they? Or There's a they... few that are on loan. Okay, so you've got a combination of ones that are owned. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're, they're classed as property, yeah? Just as dogs and cats are here? Uh, I don't have a question. I, I mean, I would imagine that they I are. I think they probably are. They probably fall into that same category right. as, as cats and dogs do. They're, they're your property. Well, they don't have, yeah, they absolutely don't have any kind of rights or non-human yeah. rights, I think. <laughs> like, Which doesn't help, does it? You know, no. it really doesn't help. So, um, so there's a combination of they own them and they loan them. Who do they loan them from? So there's three of them from SeaWorld right now. There's mm-hmm. one from each SeaWorld park in America. And there's another one from Gulf World in Florida. Wow. So I, I do, I've been following you for a long time. I think you do incredible documentation. Oh, thank you. Awesome. Really incredible documentation. And I think the, I like how you approach, how you put the documentation out. Because I don't see, because you do see with a lot of groups, tons of bashing. And it's just hard to make progress. It, you know, and I think you always get labeled like be radical. Yeah. You know, I although try to stay away from being that way, and, be rational. And you do feel very angry it. because when you see, you're like, this is so unnecessary. You yeah. know, but I think that public persona is really important. You know, to getting people on board and saying, you know, I want to support these people. But I think your documentation is amazing. Uh, a lot of detail. It's very factual. Very factual. So we try to stay factual. And I think that is super important. It's a very emotional. Um, yeah. Campaign. It cannot be easy. 
it cannot be easy going down there. I, I oh, just, I could never go into the MGM when the lions were there. Yeah. I, cu- I just couldn't. It would just ruin a day. You know, when I first saw them, I was just like, what? I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. You know, and it's so, it was so small, that area. And that's I thought, wow. That's what's so sad, kind of, when you do go, when we could, do we go in there to document the dolphins. You know, we see all these paying patrons who yeah. are smiling and happy and they think that these dolphins look so happy but you know to tell the people about the dolphin smile because i think that's that's probably the, the saddest biggest, part about them the dolphin smile is the biggest misconception yeah it's a part of their anatomy yeah and it's unfortunately the they, look. they look like they're smiling even they're when happy. they're being and having a great time the whole time even when they're being killed in japan they're, they're smiling, smiling. Yeah. yeah so I've, people I've, think that they're happy but when you start looking closely there's pain there's very obvious signs of stress yeah extreme stress now, i know that they've got um is it pox this skin yes. thing that's going on what causes that so pox virus is a skin disease that happens in the wild and in captivity okay think of it kind of like chicken pox okay okay so most of the time, dolphins will get this as as young, young dolphins. Right. Like like we would. Yeah. And um, by the time they're older, their immunity has been, you know... Um, Compromised. It gets weaker. Well, yeah. it gets better so they can fight oh, it, things off. You know, oh, like I'm with in the you. Wild. Yes, in the wild, yes. Right. But because these animals are in captivity, they don't have the immunity. Yeah, because they're not living in that balanced environment, are they? Right. That they need. And so they'll contract it. We we have a feeling that they've contracted it from SeaWorld dolphins. I was going to ask you, is this something that, uh, I think, when they transport them, yeah, that can come from one dolphin? It's to all next. over the captive So industry. they could be, so it's a little bit like, like my dad used to be a carrier of everything. Right. <laughs> he never really got sick of anything, but he would pass everything on to us. Right. You know? But, you know, just like chicken pox, it will go away, and yeah. you're fine, and you're immune to it for the rest of your life. Well, in this case... It's not going away because the because they're highly stressed, highly stressed, out. and the salinity levels of the water are a factor as well. Do they have true professionals on board that that know what that water should be? I don't know. I mean, I've done a lot of research on this this disease, right? And there just isn't a whole lot of research done on on this disease in captive dolphins. Most of the, the research is done on wild dolphins. And, they, when, and then, and and it's so a whole different vets, story, isn't it? So the vets here, they don't even they don't have the Mirage does not have a full time vet. I was going to ask you that, and do they specialize in dolphins? <laughs> well, we're looking into. I got the name of the vet yesterday. Okay, we're looking into his credentials. I mean, this vet is probably, and this is what they're allowed to do through the USDA, is they don't have to have a full-time vet on board, even when their animals are obviously full-time. sick. Right. Full-time. That's they, cr- yeah, they, they don't have a full-time vet. That's crazy. They have a guy that's on call. That's cr- so he's not and even there got, like part-time, so it's an on-call situation. So you've got these animals that have these skin lesions that aren't going away. And They're you, not going into remission. I mean, think about your own pets, yeah. Right. You know your pets so well because you're with them all the time. Right. So when something's off, you instantly spot it. Yeah. But if you're not there, how do you see this? You don't see this until it, I guess it gets so bad and it's really visual. It's so obvious. Even the educators, well, what they'll, they call themselves educators at the Mirage. That's going to be my next question. They'll even, they'll even say, like, look at Maverick. You'll notice Maverick has... He's a spot. <laughs> like it's a plus. Like it's like it's totally normal. Normal. And this Maverick oh. is not a young dolphin. Maverick is what, eleven years 11 old? Eleven years old. That's heartbreaking. So He's had the condition for at least two years that we've seen. <sighs> Maybe longer. So a than disease that. that would normally go away in the wild. Yeah. Pretty quickly. No big deal. In a balanced environment. In a balanced environment. Where is. they get to eat properly. Because I mean, think about, they're eating dead fish, yeah. Yeah. Frozen not, fish, yeah. Dead yeah. Frozen they're not fish. eating. 
Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's disgusting. It's, it's, two, it's, two, it's two very different environments. It's, and there's no way you can a- expect you, them to recover. Anyone well. that knows marine life or follows Jacques Cousteau or, yes. or watched anything, I mean, I think there's a quote that he says that any dolphin that you see in captivity is nothing... There's nothing natural about it. And it's not, it's, it's nowhere near thriving. Right. It's just nowhere near thriving. I mean, like you were saying, I mean, they swim, what, between 40 and 80 miles a day? Is that right? In the wild, yes. In the wild. Mm-hmm. How can you do that? In, uh, how big is that pool? Because that pool looks small They've to me. They've got three pools. Yeah. Um, they have, the center pool is very small. And how, how big is that? I mean, how many humans could you fit in there? Well, it, let's just say my backyard pool is about the same size as no that center way. pool. No mm-hmm. way. I could put dolphins in my backyard pool if I and I legally I it could would probably okay. do that if I were to just hand out brochures and make it educational. Good lord! Charge my neighbors to come in and see my two dolphins because my pool is large lord. enough. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's the center pool. Mm-hmm. So what are the other two pools then? And what are um, what are they using them for? If they keep them all separated, kind of because they don't want them mating, you know. And I'm so surprised they, keep, they don't. Well, well they, they want them do, but. On their time. On their time. Oh, so they decide when they're going to mate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, so they l- lose some interaction with each other. Are dolphins a little bit like whales? You know, where different pods have different, slightly different languages, and it's so, hard for them to communicate. Or do they have a universal language? No, they don't have a universal language. Oh, okay. Whales are. Gosh, that's a really vague. It's just a really vague species. You know, dolphins are a subspecies of whale. It's yeah. It's cetaceans. Mm. Each little subspecies of dolphins have completely different dialects. Dialects and social structures. Same like, thing. Like, you know, the orcas at SeaWorld. So how? It's so, oh. They're run by a matriarch. So the matriarch, the orca, the yeah. whale at SeaWorld the, the, in, the, in the wild. And they all stay together, they, don't they? They never leave. And the, the sons stay with their mothers. They're yes. ultimate mama's boys. Yes. For life. For life. That's for right. Life. That's why it's so tragic. That's so tragic because you've got them separating them at SeaWorld and you've got them transporting and taking their babies away and moving them off to this park and that park. And you it's, can, you know, if you've seen Blackfish, you'll see yes. the mothers just like crying. It's you crying. can just see like it's, it's so unbe- obviously it's unbelievable. Right. I think if people just, just like hearing these things said, okay, you know, so say... Say that we were doing this to humans, would this be acceptable? Oh, absolutely. It not. wouldn't, and so it's not acceptable for animals either. It, it would be. Isn't. It would be. It would be like saying, "It's okay." You know, yes, the wild is this big old dangerous place for these animals, <laughs> right. and you know, it's so Just dangerous. And no natural instinct to survive. But that's survive. like me. That's <laughs> like me saying. My three-year-old would be much safer in his room his entire life. Life, exactly. Right. It's the same thing. It's it, yeah, it's crazy when you think about it. So, just so, to keep him protected, so like that—that that would be my justification, <laughs> because the big bad outside of his room would be just too dangerous. They're protected, yet they're victims. Right? Yeah, it's like let's protect the victims. <laughs> you know. Uh, so you've got these three pools. They're using them one to separate them. Um, so they're losing some interaction anyway. Yeah. They seem like a very sociable animal. Is that the case? Absolutely. Yeah. So they're no, their whole life. They're. I mean, uh, dolphins are basically probably one vocal. of the most social creatures. They're, yeah. They have this co- extra cortex of their brain. Oh wow. Okay. So like you've got the human brain. Yep. And then you compare it to a dolphin brain. And they've got this cerebral cortex that's 40% larger than ours. We have no idea what it does. We think it's for emotional processing. Well, I know. Yes, I know that they have a big emotional component. They're possibly more emotionally complex than we are. We are. There's no way we could even understand or comprehend the level of their emotional capacity. 
Oh, you know, they're such a lovely animal, aren't they? I mean, so you never hear anyone say... magnificent You never animals. hear anyone say, I hate, uh, I hate dolphins. <laughs> no. or, well, I don't yeah. know. Some people do. Oh, they're ugly. <laughs> we've heard <laughs> it once recently. We protest at the Mirage all the time. We get crazy comments. <laughs> well, you know a lot of those people walking down a boulevard about a few cocktails. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the craziest is they think we're protesting the dolphin statues that are behind us on no the No way! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they remind us all the time that those dolphins aren't real. They're statues. We're like, really? Take those statues down! <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding. Yeah. Wow. Like I say, a lot of people drink a lot on the strip in Las Vegas as they're well, walking you know by. What? Fishermen, fishermen don't like dolphins. Why do they not like them? Because they, they eat their fish. Because they eat their fish. Okay. Because we overfish. Right. And, of course, we'd have no one else to blame but the dolphins. We can't blame ourselves. How can you blame a dolphin? The That's humans so are wrong, overfishing, it? right? It's the dolphins. It's the dolphins. How dare they be <laughs> right. hungry and eat fish <laughs> to survive on the planet? Right. Stop theirs. taking all of our fish, you darn dolphins. Goodness <laughs> me. You know what? It's good to have a laugh, though, isn't it, on some level? Because it's such a serious subject. We have to stay. You've got to have a balance somehow. Absolutely. And it's... You know, Shelly and I are part of this huge network of people like, you know, we don't have a huge following locally, but we have a very large following from all over the world. We need a bigger following. They we need more people. local people. Yes. We need more Vegas people. Vegas people, we're here. They're here. You know, that's terrible that we've got a bigger supporter, supporters, you know, outside of the, of the state lines. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Vegas. Step <laughs> it up. Because here's the thing. I think if you're a true animal lover, it's about all animals. Absolutely. It's not just about cats. And yeah, of course, you have your favorites. I mean, I love dogs. You know, everyone knows that. <laughs> but I do love all animals, you know, and Me I would too. never want to see harm to come to any animal whatsoever. Whatsoever, and to you want to see animals thrive in their natural environment. You just Absolutely. do, you know. Yep. And so we're going to talk about that when we come back because do they really need to go to see them in a hotel, in a shopping mall in Canada, in you know SeaWorld? Because we're going to tell you how else you should go and see these dolphins, and it would make so much more sense. Let's take a quick bre- uh, <laughs> break, Chris. Let's listen to some words from our sponsors. We're going to be right back listening to Vegas Rocker Radio. With me, Sam, your host, the Queen of Rock and Roll Dogs. We'll be right back. We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. It's dinner time in America where more pet parents trust PetSmart for natural and expert-recommended foods than any place else. And now, we've added more than 100 new varieties to our already wide selection of your favorite brands, like Simply Nourish, Authority, Wellness, Science Diet, and more. Do what's best for your pet. At PetSmart, happiness in store. Go to PetSmartDeal.com to find out this week's coupon code and save up to 30% on food, treats, toys, and more. And get free shipping on orders of $49. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Now, let's return to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Here again, your host, the rock and roll queen of dogs, 
Okay, and we're right back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs, and my guests today are Shelley Ray, Cecilia Mylon, and Jim Morris of Free the Mojave Dolphins from the Mirage Hotel. What we're talking about today is why dolphins do not do well in, in captivity, so it's not a place for them, and the big, the big concerns that they have, particularly here in Las Vegas, and we think we've got the only dolphins in Nevada actually here um, that are at the Mirage Hotel, and they're not doing very very well and um, we want to shed a light on this and get people to understand why this is not the best way to go and see dolphins so here's the thing how much is it to go and see the dolphins do you know uh like 15 to 20 dollars depending on if you're a local or a tourist and, and they, that's to just go in the back and look at the dolphins and just look yeah so they have another program like be a trainer for a day yeah it's about six depending on the time of the year anywhere from five to seven hundred dollars so this is a big big chunk of revenue that comes in you know and they on have these dolphins. a couple other programs uh a behind the scenes tour that's two hundred dollars wow uh, the dolphin will paint you a picture for another $200. Yeah, I saw that. Don't like that. And <laughs> yoga with the dolphins. Don't like that. <laughs> I'm one of those. I don't want to see animals doing tricks. I don't want to see any of that. I want them to be themselves, you know. Absolutely. So how much is it, for example, to be down in California, the beach, and go and see dolphins? You know? I, would, I just recently, I just recently came back from Florida. I'm, okay. from, I'm from Atlanta, so Florida is where I go to the beach. Right. And I, so, <laughs> I actually chartered a boat. Yep. You chartered a boat. You see. Chartered a boat, and I'll <laughs> tell you, like, we had we had maybe 11 people with us. This boat could carry 22 people. Okay. I chartered it because I wanted an intimate experience mm-hmm. with just my family. Yeah. But it was under three hundred dollars. There you go. That's your solution. So whenever people, but, say- I mean, when you say three hundred dollars, sounds sounds a lot but when you say like for i can get 22 22 people, people. <laughs> yeah. and you've got people paying five to seven hundred dollars one person be traded for a day right yeah. so so this is the thing i think what the argument is and i've said this before uh but well my kid wants to see a dolphin well you know what you're gonna have a much better experience you'll see them in the natural habitat they will be very very healthy and it won't cost you an arm and a leg these dolphins came right up to our boat on their own terms. And it would be an ex- such an experience. We had no fish to feed them. We had nothing. Right. And they just came right up to us blowing rings out of their blowholes oh, and flipping kidding. around. And Isn't that incredible? Yeah. And that's how you want to see them. So when everybody says, you know, but my kid will never get a chance to see a dolphin, come on. I think most but of your us. Kid, but your kid has an appreciation for dinosaurs and they never seen a that's dinosaur. That's what I say all the time. You know? They're never going to see a dinosaur, people. Right. Or a snow leopard. But they or have any an other space animal. We have an amazing connection with animals, you know, through yeah. learning about them. And we don't want kids growing up thinking when you ask them, where, where do dolphins live? Oh, they live in hotels. They live in, <laughs> you know, tiny bathtubs, you know. Yeah, they and jump through flames of fire. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the fire. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, that's that's a, a big part of it. I mean, because you know, we ask kids, you know, where certain vegetables come from, you know, mm-hmm. and they think they come from the supermarket, you know. So yeah. we've got there's a big uh, educational po- component. I, think, I mean, I'm a, I'm a recent mother. Well, my son is three years old, and what I found is that as a parent, it's your it's your responsibility <laughs> yeah. to teach them yes. about where vegetables come from or where animals should, should li- be living. Do live, yes. And if you're not doing that, and you're waiting for um, society to teach them that it's not going to be the correct way, unfortunately. And I think we've got to start. Now. We've really got to start now. Cause I feel like I feel like the states is so behind with animal welfare. Like yeah. in England, we don't have circuses. I know, in it. and you don't have dolphins in England either. And I don't think we do. No, no captive dolphins at all. Yeah, I can't. I, can't, I don't. People wouldn't stand for it. You know. I mean, when I talk to my friends and family, they're like, "What? This yeah. is so." 
It, 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 I know. I have friends in the UK as well, it's and just they're, so they're just like so surprised how far behind we it are when behi- it comes to it's that. It's very behind. It's very, very behind. But you know what I think it is? It's the United States is just so large. Yeah. You know, you compare it to small European countries, and it's just going to take longer because it will do. It's just to you get, have to get us all united to and, get the message out. Mm-hmm. It really, really is. And like I said, you know, there is an alternative to going to see them. You know, or go to see whales in Alaska. I worked in Alaska. It's spectacular to see them in their natural yeah. environment. It really, really is. So when we talk about education, we do know that Clark County have. How often do they send um, classes to? We're is not it sure, often? like, of the specifics, but I know that Clark County does send children that are kindergarten through eighth grade to the Dolphins. Okay, now eighth grade, that's a whole English thing I don't understand here. What is age is that, eighth grade? Like, I'd say maybe like 12. 13, 14. These are very crucial learning years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, have you had any opportunities to be able to meet with the uh, school districts? They just got a new superintendent, I think, oh, okay. um, just a few months ago. I've got his name, and I'd like to meet with him. Yeah. I've got a presentation, too, that I've put together to put to hopefully get into the schools and make presentations to I th- the schools. I think it is that connection that's super important because I think it's very easy to throw stones at windows and, yes. you know, do it from afar because the whole point is... Oh, they're not perfect. We know that, but sometimes we sometimes we'd rather take progress over perfection. Sometimes, yeah. do you have a relationship with the Mirage people in any way or form? We have a dialogue with the okay. PR woman. Okay, so that's a good start. I mean, a really good start. Because here's the thing: it's not hard to do the right thing, right. you know. And they've got the money to do it, yep. you know. So we know that they don't. We know they don't have any shade over there. They don't have any shade structures. Yeah. So they've got three pools, mm-hmm. and one pool has got shade for most of the day. Okay. And the center pool and the rear pool have absolutely no shade for these dolphins between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. And it's brutal. It the hottest get, time of the day. Yeah, it gets so hot towards 5 p.m. here. I mean, it's just brutal. Absolutely no shade. When you go in there, they're baking, literally and, baking in the sun. And how deep is that pool? Because it's not like they can get away from the sun, is can they? I'm pretty sure it's. It, we have the building plans. Oh. Or it's 14 feet. <gasps> an average of 14 feet. 12 feet, I think it's 12, is it 12 feet in the center and then, no, 15 feet in the center and 12 feet Something towards like the outside. That kind of blows my mind Average of 14. Bit. And then, you know, we've got this brochure that they hand out. They say that their tanks are 24 feet. You see, now that you it's see. It's a blatant lie. Yes, and, <laughs> and the thing is, it's like, do the, just do the right thing because. They have all the money in the world. This is MGM. To, to fix this. Right. And like you say, they may not have been that well, you know, uh, educated 25 years ago. Right. But there's so much education about well, what they what they try to say is that they're in regulation of the USDA. Okay, so all of these captive facilities all over the country are monitored by the USDA, yeah, the know. government, right? Animal Welfare Act. And they don't have enough inspectors. I know that for a fact. You can't inspect puppy the mills. Marine, or the marine mammal section has not been modified to um, display current research on these dolphins in 20 years. <laughs> Gosh. So actually, there. I mean, th- there is a, a violation. There's um, a law, an animal welfare law, that states they should be providing shade. Yeah. Why they're not being cited for it during the inspections, I have no clue. It's the MGM. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a big organization. But here's the thing, like you say, is it worth going down that path of not doing the right thing? having a terrible reputation when with the money that's available that you can fix it 
I mean, do we've even had organizations call and offer them the money. And they still haven't taken it up on that. Yeah. Is there an acknowledgement? There's no acknowledgement or is there acknowledgement? You know, we get, we get really inconsistent responses okay. back. We get, you know, sometimes they say they're looking into shade structures. Sometimes they say they're, you know, uh, there's talking adequate to, shade already. Yeah. Some of them, yeah. Then they say they're, it's adequate shade. You know, we're getting really based on whose opinion, you know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you see, I don't understand why they wouldn't say, you know, we're the only facility in Nevada. And we have, we boast this amazing pool. We boast this amazing da da da. We have this incredible veterinarian that comes on board, this marine veterinarian. <laughs> you know, why would you not make that like a, and it's still not going to be, they still shouldn't be there, you know, could, but why not keep it better? They could make, they have these, you know, as patrons walk in, you've, they've got misters for the patrons, but, you know, for people, but no misters for, for the dolphins. And they've got barely shade there for the patrons. So when you're out there in the middle it's of the hot. day, and people are like, <laughs> are, are, you know, cramped up underneath the areas that do have shade. And you've got, it's concrete around, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have maybe a few umbrellas. So it's even hotter than, than you can imagine. They, they could make that facility so yeah. much more bearable for those dolphins. They just choose not to. Have you, um, have you m- in any way been able to get close to the, the, the big guy? It's uh, Jim Moran, you know. So Jim Moran is the is the CEO of MGM. Mm-hmm. We've mailed him, FedExed him, emailed him. Every response we get is from the PR woman. Yeah, it's a shame. That is such a shame. Because I'm pretty sure he's filtered. Because sometimes I don't think oh, he yes. knows. They're, a, they're, they're, they're keeping keep, everything. They're right. They're keeping everything from they him. Decide. I hear this guy, Jim Moran, is a really good guy. Because here's the thing. If he doesn't know, then he finds out. What's he going to say? Like, are you for, like, really? Now we've got this, you know, this reputation now that we probably could have fixed some things, you right. know? Yeah. So, so you, so you've, hmm, we need to find someone who knows Jim Moran. <laughs> you know anyone who's, Call us now if you do. <laughs> Jim Moran at the M- MGM, you know, Mirage, because um, that's how you get things done. You have to go I've to the top. I've read great things about this guy. He right. does really good things for the community. If he knew, yeah. if we could just have a meeting with him. Yes. Somebody. <laughs> I have to start asking around. I really Thanks. need to start asking around for you because that would be your key to really getting things done. I think absolutely. He's the decision maker. And the thing is, PR departments are there to to make your business or your establishment look great. And so uh, there there can be a lot of spin, you know, to make it look great and hide things. And that's not the right person. They can't get away with it anymore. They were chasing their tail. She started started with personalized responses to everybody that emailed her. And now you get a generic response first. A stopped response. Yeah. And and you know what? (laughs) Let me tell you something. It's much harder to... uh, to spin a real nightmare once you've let it go down that path. Right. You know, when it's become a runaway train, it's really hard to stop it, you know. Right. And I think addressing it in the beginning would have been their best in the best interest, you, you know. know. It's like SeaWorld. Okay, so there's this huge movement now for cetacean rights since Blackfish yeah. came out last year. It's been year. incredible, hasn't it? Yeah. I have friends who were going, were going that week. Yeah. Watch the movie, canceled. Never again. Yeah, she yeah. Was, I had no idea. It's been an amazing movie. For I don't that. think that, I don't think the Mirage is prepared for what, what the, the reaction. The, I mean, I think Blackfish has been viewed 26 million times. How many times? Yes. <gasps> CNN aired it. It's on Netflix for free. It's like oh, it on everywhere. For free? You oh, can I'm get it on iTunes. That. You can get it That's on amazing. Amazon. You can get it. It's everywhere. 26 million people. So there's this huge group of growing awareness That's to incredible. the plight of captive animal, like dolphins in yeah. these facilities. And I don't think the PR woman was 
ready for the. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I bet it was like what? No. I mean, it was just a deluge of, of emails. I am sure, you know, phone calls. Uh, as I say, it's not hard to do the right thing, particularly when we got the money, you know. And how about you, you know? decide to go the opposite direction instead of saying, oh, we're perfect, oh, we're great. We're, everything's fine. And actually say, you know what, we boast this. We've got the best veterinarian on board, you know, you know that, that lives at the hotel. And unlike <laughs> the other captive facilities, the Mirage doesn't rely solely on these animals to make their money. They're making money on their casino floor. They're making yes. money through their hotel. The animals are really just there to maybe get people to stay a little bit longer. That's what it is, isn't it? It's entertainment. But you're on the strip, and everyone else is changing their ways. This dolphin facility has been there 24 years. We you know they could do something. Change it's time, you it's know? time to, to let the dolphins go, put them in a sea pen, give them a better life. That's right. Put some them. cool 7D. Because that you know, argument projectors it, thing there, yeah, you know, yeah, people would come from all over the world to see like three D dolphins. Yeah, it could be like a and the history of them being there, yes. you know. So yeah, I agree. I think it's a much better place to go. Particularly, don't they don't rely on that money, you know, to keep that place running. Yeah, it's, it's not the same as like a Sea World where their yeah. whole life are those orcas, you know. Yeah. Um, now they, um, I heard they they're displaying some really disturbing kind of behaviors because they're so stressed out. You know, are they. Um, how are they interacting with each other when they do get a chance to interact with each other? The dolphins at the yeah. mirage. We've uh, recorded them showing signs of aggression. Mm. We've seen them attack each other, uh, chase each other around the pool. Oh. They have what they call uh, rake marks. So, like, if you look at the top of a dolphin sometime, you'll see what we what they call rake marks. Because the orcas do it too, don't they? It's to a side, Yes, it's they're biting each other on the back. Yeah, they just scrape all the way Because down they've got them. a pecking order. Just yeah. like horses in the wild yeah. there's a hierarchy and you've got the matriarch and you've got alphas and submissives and, and you know they're stressed out they're frustrated think about yourself if you don't get to the gym yeah yeah <laughs> you're like i need to get to the gym it really helps me you know right. stress. they you don't know, have you that don't get to, to exercise but in the wild they're able to get away from people they don't you know other yeah. dolphins they don't like they have an option you know we're human beings we don't like everybody but we have the we have the opportunity to say we don't want to be close to you that's you right. can go away that's right <laughs> they don't have the they don't have the choice to do that wow hey chris you know what let's take another break because we could be over two hours on this one quite <laughs> easily and we will have you back on again absolutely okay, because you. your work is amazing you're so well researched we're gonna listen to a few words from our sponsors we'll be right back and listen to vegas rock dog radio and me sam your host the queen of rock and roll dogs we'll be right back right after these messages stay tuned dogs leave fur wherever they go it collects all over the home there are many tools designed to stop dog hair spreading but their effectiveness varies and afterwards you have to clean the tool then the floor with the Dyson groom tool you simply deploy the bristles then gently brush the coat Loose fur is removed, while dead skin and allergens are captured by the vacuum. And to clean up, you simply release the trigger. To get this awesome Dyson Groom Tool, go to DysonDeals.com. That's DysonDeals.com. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet 
PetLifeRadio.com. This is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. Now, let's bring back the host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs, Okay, and we're back. We are Vegas Rock Dog Radio. And we are listening to, we're not listening, we are talking to <laughs> the wonderful group here from the uh, Free the Mojave Dolphins, from the Mirage Hotel, Shelley Ray, Cecilia Mylon, and Jim Morris. Jim's very quiet over there. <laughs> Give us a hello, Jim. Hello. <laughs> oh, a, you've got a great voice. <laughs> I, I provide mostly, uh, you know, Cecilia and Shelley are the ones who do most of the work in the way of research, uh, PR, communications, internet, and all of this, that stuff. I'm mostly a... Um, I'm a, I'm a body at the protests. I, I stand in the sun. I hold signs. It's important. And you tell people that you're not protesting about bronze statues of dolphins. Is that yes, like crazy? We, we really do. That is true. We do have to tell. Usually that's the first comment we receive when we go out is, you know those dolphins aren't real, right? You're like, no way. <laughs> I must have been drinking as much as you. I'm like, pack it up. Let's go home, guys. Yeah, exactly. Like, Job's work, done. Our work is done. <laughs> no more to do. The dolphins have turned into statues. Well, I think I think what um, you know places like SeaWorld and and the Mirage and the you know I think what they teach people is that dominance is okay right. over animals absolutely you know and it's not okay you know yeah. with, with there's so much new training for dogs it's not about dominance it's not about pack leader because here's the thing humans would never be recognized as a pack leader anyway and they're saying there's not a lot of research to say that dogs are really in packs wolves yes you know I'm not gonna know that you know come from that but they're saying you know even if there was a pack they're not looking at the human going you're the leader right <laughs> that's not natural it makes no sense not part of their instincts you know and their makeup you know so what they've done with a lot of the, the new new training it is it's positive reinforcement it's not about dominance and dominance is just not good over animals it's just not you know making do things that aren't natural I mean, it's just not natural. I mean, like you say, jumping through hoops of fire and listen to music, you know, that blasts all the way through these pools and, oh. you know, the amplification of that you must know, be horrible. Thankfully, the Mirage doesn't blast music or Mirage. have fireworks that often. I mean, they still do fireworks on 4th of July. Oh, yeah. And the only music is coming from the surrounding people's pools. Right. And but there's it, a lot of pollution down there. Uh, I mean, come it's right on. by the freeway, too. Yeah, I mean. I mean, all those lesions that they have on their skin, it's from the environment. Yeah. It's yeah. stress. It's a combination of stress. What the kind pollution. Of, what kind of training do these trainers have? Absolutely none. Okay, because I thought it was a little bit like SeaWorld, where I think one of the tests was, can you swim to the bottom and pick up you a brick? You have to be scuba dive certified. That's, That's it. it. And a personality, I'm sure. Well, that's all they say. It's showbiz. Yeah. It's showbiz. And I'm sure for a lot of people, they think it's a dream job. Hey, I'm working with dolphins, you know, and I get to be a bit of a celebrity. But, you know, I, I mean, I'm going to be real with you. I... I I had never I had never visited SeaWorld before, but I always had a love for dolphins, yeah. and I did, never thought there was a problem with going to see them in captivity. Right. I never did as a child. Well, I, well, I think I never saw there was a problem until we don't see beyond you know, that. I was educated, and they tell you, you know, they're, they're, enjoying, they're enjoying what they're so doing. there's not a problem yeah. if you're still going. If you just went to the Mirage last week and you're listening to the show, don't feel bad. and you're feeling bad <laughs> about it and feeling guilty, don't just you didn't know what you, did you didn't know. know, right? You were yeah. in, you you were ignorant, and you're allowed to play that card, you yeah. know, one time, right? <laughs> now you're educated. <laughs> now you're educated, right? You know, like my friend said, you know, we were going, we were taking the kids down there, and she goes, we were shocked and disgusted, and we canceled, we didn't go, and that, like I say, you get the one time deal when you know better, you do better, or you should do better. 
pizza, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's, um, I think we've all been there, you know, with animal issues. Like, I had no idea. Or, like, I had friends who were eating um, foie gras. Like, Ugh, what? Know. Do you know what that is? And then we tell them, like, oh, I cannot believe that I, I ate that. You know, not know. But, you know, once you know better, you do better. And that's what you should always, you know, <laughs> strive to do. But another cool thing um, when you're saying that is uh, I, I recently became vegan as well last year. Mm-hmm. I did. And it wasn't because I did a lot of research on the dolphins. Obviously, we don't eat dolphin here. But yeah. um, just basically, you have an appreciation for all of these animals. And yeah. one of the cool things that, uh, you know, uh, animal research over the past 30 years has become, oh, yeah. I mean, there really wasn't that much research no? being done on animals 30, 40 years ago. I know. It, and just, it wasn't that long So ago. we know a lot more about yeah. these animals now. Yeah. I mean, and I think there's only a few that are even proven to be self-aware. Do you know what self-aware is? What do you mean by that then? Okay. So self-aware means that you and I, humans, mm-hmm. can look into a mirror and recognize ourselves as an individual. Okay. Which gives us empathy. That yeah. we know some that, that you are a different individual and that you have different feelings. Okay. Think about like us having this empathy. Right. But there's only five species in the whole world that are known to have this characteristic. Wow, well, didn't know this. We've got humans. Yeah. Elephants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dolphins. Yeah. Um, magpies, which are crows. <gasps> I didn't know that. And the great apes. Wow. Yeah. I'm actually familiar with the magpie experiment where they showed them, put a dot on them in the, in the mirror and the birds try to get the dot <gasps> off themselves so they knew it was... You know, babies, the, like mm. human babies don't even have this until they're about a year and a half until to two years old. Until they develop. Wow. That is so interesting. Yeah. So like you said then, but then there's a perception, isn't there, of, of, uh, of what's happening around them too. Right. The peop- yeah. I, yeah. But, I mean, did you got to think like, okay, are they doing these studies on cows and pigs? I hope they are. Yeah. Because I know pigs are super intelligent. Yes, they are. I, and, had, I mean, we had Mr. Elliot in the studio, seventy pound pot belly pig, oh, a couple oh weeks ago. God. Loved him. Yeah. Such great connection. I mean, and when you watch animal. these documentaries about the crows, I mean, you look at birds a completely different way. <gasps> you know, like not just crows. I mean, it's like, wow, that bird has the capacity to do that. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, it is incredible. You know what? Um, we're talking about, you know, of course, like you said, oh, we don't eat dolphins here and stuff, but that leads us into The Cove, the movie The Cove. Right. Um, and for anyone that doesn't know, it, 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 has it stopped right now? No. Some, it's never stopped. Is it help? It never stopped. So did they lie about that when they said it wasn't going to happen? Or was, was it like a PR stunt, you know, kind of thing? Okay, so The Cove exposes Taiji Japan for... we got five minutes. Okay, I'll do it really quick. Yeah. So... Taiji, Japan is this tiny, tiny, tiny little fishing town that still kills thousands of dolphins every year. They do have a hunting season. It starts September 1st. It goes through March or April of the next Ooh, year. it's a long time, isn't it? They kill these dolphins for meat. But what really drives the industry is the pretty ones that they take to be held captive and sold all over the world to go into aquariums. Yeah, it's beyond it's beyond food, isn't it? It's beyond the de- the delicacy, as they like to call it. And yeah, so that's the money they, comes from the captive And industry. that's when they take the young... Females, that's correct, isn't yep. it? Yeah. So, and obviously, you know, and here's the thing, that, that just takes the balance off out of the ocean, too. Of They're killing the species off. Yeah. There. They're killing our dolphins. Yeah. They're not theirs. They're not theirs. They're ours. So you've got the Cove movie coming into town. What date is it coming in? So, yes, the star of the movie, Rick O'Berry. So this movie, The Cove, won an Oscar back in 2010. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Uh, something like that. Nine, ten. 
Oscar-winning, you know, film that's yep. going to be f- screened here for free October 2nd. For free. Love that. Oh, my gosh. And the star of the movie, Rico Barry, will be here. And Rico Barry, if you don't know, was the trainer of Flipper. It was an, it was a number of dolphins, actually, that he worked with who played played Flipper. And uh, I want to put the link up for his documentary, the old, old documentary. And if it doesn't make you think and want to get on board, then yeah, there's no hope for you. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll keep you posted on where the venue's going to be. Uh, but it's free. I think that's amazing because then it's easy to get people to be there. Absolutely. You know, and and, and meet him because he's going to be here, correct? You better meet him. I want to meet him. He's an, he's a hero. You of better mine. come. Oh, yeah. I'll be here. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I will definitely <laughs> be there. Well, we've just got a couple of minutes left. Tell people again how they get hold of you. Okay, you can reach us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Las Vegas Dolphins. We have a Twitter account that would be at Vegas Dolphins. And we're also on YouTube and Instagram. And both usernames are Mojave Dolphins. Good. It's nice when they're all, all consistent. <laughs> um, I don't know where Chris went, my producer. Maybe he just ran away. He was like, see ya. <laughs> Vince, who comes on my show, uh, does his show after mine, he came in the studio. I was like, him see if you had any animals. Maybe so I'm like, to say dolphin. I'm like, we can't bring a dolphin in today. <laughs> I was going to dress my dog up like a dolphin and bring him. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> do you, do you, Jim, do you ever dress like a dolphin on the strip. We, we totally need to get a considered it. We have considered the idea. I think it. it's genius. <laughs> I really think it's genius and I need to know when you're going to do We're it. We're going to do it in November or December when it's not 120 yeah. degrees outside. Yeah, because you're smart. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you came on the show. I mean, it won't be your last time. Thank that's you for so, sure. so much for I having really us. I really want to Thank get the you. community on board with this. And if anyone knows, what's his name again? Jim? Jim Moran. Jim Moran over at, at the Mirage. We, we want to try and connect them together so we can just improve things as we say you know progress is sometimes way better than perfection sometimes um i want to thank all our sponsors that make our show happen uh, I want to thank all the sponsors who have come on board for our Rock in the Rough golf tournament. That is uh, August 9th, Spanish Trail. It's a golf tournament in the morning, and it is a social event in the afternoon. Now, the social event, the entertainment, and I haven't released it all yet, but my friend Geechee Guy from America's Got Talent is going to crack you up. He's so funny. He's going to be uh, making you laugh during, during the social event. We're going to have uh, Jeff Young from Megadeth, formerly of Megadeth, and his beautiful fiance Sherry Klein. They're going to do it in a acoustic set um, and that's going to be really good and actually I'm going to announce this right now but uh, Jasmine Trias from American Idol and her wonderful boyfriend who's British Ben Stone and we like to call him Britain's next rising star uh, they are beautiful singers they work together they're going to be gracing our event too so it's going to be um, a very very fun event obviously benefiting for rescues the ticket is only 50 bucks let me tell you we've got a carving we've got a uh, carving station so you've got uh, you've got your I think it's sirloin. We've got turkey. We got you know. We it's good. We got ice cream. We we've got. It's going to be amazing. Fifty bucks, nothing. Uh, that obviously you get your entertainment. You get your swag bag. You get to go on the red carpet. <laughs> you get to eat food. We'll raffle auction. It's going to be incredible. We have a guitar given to us by Robbie Krieger of the Doors that he signed. So we got some amazing rock and roll stuff. Please come to the event. It's uh, rockintherough.com. and. Um, I want to thank my guests for coming on the show, Shelley, Cecilia, and Jim. It's been fabulous. Uh, there's so much more to learn, <laughs> and I'm sure you'll be educating us on that as it goes along. Um, I want to say thank you to Chris. Chris, Chris. Chris is you. very quiet, low-key Chris, you know, but Chris, we love are you ever going to see dolphins at the Mirage? Never. Now, with, you see, now he knows. Now, you know. <laughs> now Chris knows, you see. <laughs> 
you see, we've we've converted one person at least. <laughs> uh, thanks to Chris, always runs the show smoothly. And I'd like to thank you, the listeners, for being a, a huge part of the show every week. Um, today you've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, where we like to talk about pets, people, pop culture, and dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> and pigs and any other animal I can bring in the studio. <laughs> and I never tell Chris. <laughs> he walks in, it's always a monkey. Oh, it's a pig. <laughs> Chris is going to be the in the dolphin costume at the next uh, Yeah, come on, Chris. <laughs> Let's do our thing. Uh, I want to say a big thank you. Remember to always kiss your pets. Good morning and good night. It's the only way to live. And uh, we'd like you to have a great weekend. We hope to see you at our event in a couple of weeks, rockintherough.com. And if you want to be a sponsor, buy tickets, just hop on over to that website. We'd love to see you there. Come and network. Come have a good time. Come have some laughs. Come and meet me and Pam from Rocking for Rescues, who I'm doing this event with. Thanks for listening in. And we'll post all the links on Facebook. Make it really easy for you to follow free the Mojave Dolphins from the Mirage Hotel. Thanks for listening in, everyone. Take care. Bye. Let's Talk Pets every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.